Let's go from the top. Okay. Three, two, one, on air. Boop, 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 boop. Yes, you are turning into G-U-N-N, Gun Radio, where we are going to talk about the latest fiasco to come and hit our shores. Hey, kids, welcome to Conspire Theory. Blah, blah, blah. You know the intro. Remind yourselves that this is a hot topic episode, which means coarse language, coarse content, coarse everything. Comedy. But you like it rough, which is why you're here. So we have myself, Non-Consent Chris, and Rape Rob. How you doing, Rob? God damn it. We did this before. We had technical difficulties, and apparently uh, my fucking brain has them too. But my name, Prince Leamon Adewale Diallo. We went over this already, and uh, you should fucking respect that my African heritage, because it's real. So that's why you can't fucking get me in trouble for being racist, because I can't be black. Yeah, you're like 1.5% black. That's 1.5% more than I fucking need. Yeah, and I know, and I'm I'm like, I'm 2%, which means I out-black you. My my cock can can get really brown. I just have to fuck a shitty asshole. It's really good. (laughs) Yeah. That's the one thing. On one hand, I'm, I'm protected from the fucking moronic leftists, but on the other hand, uh, my cock didn't grow any. So, you know, what, what good is it being African? Yeah, well, I mean, as we're going to see later on, there's the moronics on the left and the right. Not any better. Let's get there's in. morons all around. I know. That kind of sucks. Let's go gunning for gun, because gun gunning got gun. gun. Okay. So we're going to do the James Gunn thing. Can I, can I take a piss first? No. Because you, you started. I'm actually going to piss while we're. Yeah, go ahead and piss while we're recording. Can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear it. Uh, I don't want to hear that shit. God damn it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Is my my, uh, piss supposed to smell like fish oil? Uh, Just so long as it doesn't smell like sugar. (laughs) Then that means you got diabetes. Well, I mean, that's that runs rampant in the Nigerian community. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We cannot stay away from that that fast food, and in your case, pizza. Yes, because well, you're I'm a pizza nigger too. Um, so, so, the, the, so James Gunn thing. So that, right. that's the, the that's the new that's the hot news right now. Yeah, pew, James pew, pew. Gunn is a director. He did. Uh, he wrote and directed the uh, first two Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy films. There's a third one that is tentatively. Uh, supposed to be released in 2020. He was fired after some conservative personalities. Some people are saying dug up his tweets, but it's like they, they've been there the entire time. They scrolled they back fired. a lot. They they scrolled back a long way. That's Nine that's years. digging in today's society. This information has been public the entire time. They brought it to the attention of his of Mr. Gunn's masters, Marvel and Disney and everything else, and encouraged all sorts of shit. They saw it. They saw that that there could be problems. It goes against their values or whatever, so they fired him. Uh, before we we go into to more about the firing and everything, as, as soon as the news broke, um, I started asking people, you know, journalists, regular people about it. What's interesting, because because the, the story is again, those right wingers got him got him fired or whatever it was. But it was for his own words. The person in particular that I spoke to about it, I said, "Hey, did you hear about James Gunn getting fired from Disney?" He said, "Yeah, I saw." And I go, "Well, you know what happened? You know, within the span of three you know, three seconds into the exchange, it's, yeah, some right-wing douche called out his tweets. So instantly made it political. And then mm-hmm. we started, you know, he kept hammering on the right-wingers. I'm not right-wing, I'm independent. Yeah. And But, I, but I'm, I, I'm sort of like the, 
the Matt Stone school of politics where I don't fucking like conservatives, but I really fucking hate liberals or, or leftists in particular. Um, so anyway, he kept going in that route without taking any responsibility, without seeing the hypocrisy on his side. I said, you know, do you, isn't it horrible that leftists are against the First Amendment? And he said, well, no, uh, no, we're not. We're not against speech. We're not against anything like that which is hilarious. So I thought about it. It's like, uh, you know, because I, I didn't have a specific smoking gun instance, like like article or something to go to. So I had to, to think about it a little bit, sharpen my knife. So I know it's happening, mm-hmm. but to be able to present it. So so some of the things that modern leftists and liberals are, are against when it comes to, you know, who are on record against speech, Antifa. Antifa is a leftist, far leftist uh, group. They are uh, endorsed by the Democratic establishment, Keith Ellison. He is a Muslim Democrat. I think he's the first openly Muslim congressman or something like that. Uh, he's an anti-Semite. He's hung out with, uh, you know, Farrakhan and everything else. He's said all sorts of inflammatory, inflammatory stuff, especially towards Jews and whites and, you know, anyone who's not like him. So that, that doesn't he, matter because they're, the Jews are the friends of the conservatives now, so that makes sure. them the bad guys. Even though it's still cool to be offended as a Jew, you know. True Jew, baby, I love you. Yeah, one percenter. I'm I'm one percent European Jew. That's why I'm so cheap and frugal, and why our audio mostly sucks because I do not go out and get the good equipment. A reminder again to please support the Patreon. Give me so, money. So anyway, so, so Ellison is the DNC chair, and he supports Antifa now. Antifa. You know, they, they're not just against, you know, ruining people, uh, for their speech. They are, uh, you know, they have taken steps. Yeah, they'll bash your head in. Yeah, they, they are the fascists. It's, it's the most ironic fucking name. <laughs> uh, so they're, you know, so other ways that they've tried to control speech, there's, there's speech codes in various institutions, political correctness in general. It's about controlling speech, contro- controlling thought, and controlling expression. By self-appointed, you know, fucking moral authority. Yeah, and if that uh, doesn't work, the whole... they they flip cars and smash in windows with hammers and set fires. Yeah, there's speech codes. There's political correctness in general. As I said, identity politics, where identity politics and intersectionality, they will basically say, well, there's a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a trans black lesbian, you know, her thoughts, her expression, and her views are more than, say, a, a straight white male because she her, her intersection has much more uh, strings of oppression versus a straight white male. That's what they say anyway. So, again, it's another way to control speech, to control thought. The abortion thing, you know, you ever hear third-wave feminists with their bullshit saying, you can't talk about women's reproductive issues. You don't have a cunt. Well, cunt I can't. You know, remember the Halloween costumes every year oh, yeah. comes up about fucking, you know, you can't wear this, you can't do that, you can't say that, you can't do that. It's a culture, um, not a costume. The, you have the cultural appropriation where they say, you know, I eat a fucking taco and I, you know, I'm, I'm bad now or if I make tacos or or, or whatever the fucking case. When you basically, if I, it, because whites are the dominant culture, not that I'm white, but just saying in general, anything that they take from a non-dominant culture that's appropriation again that chills speech that chills expression that pushes divisiveness you had the ACLU remember who fought for the rights of Klansmen and Nazis and stuff on speech grounds now and this was a fairly 
recent thing, uh-huh. there was an internal memo showed at the ACL, or, or passed around the ACL, ACLU. They're this like is just redefining a, 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 free speech or hate speech or some, some shit like well, that. Well, no, that, so let me just read the excerpt. Okay. I, I, I'm not, I, I think this is from the Hill. Uh, this week, an internal ACLU memo showed that the famed civil rights organizations making protection of the First Amendment a secondary concern, bowing it Balancing it instead with issues of racial justice, reproductive freedom, or myriad of other rights where the content of the speech we seek to protect conflicts with our policies on those matters and or otherwise is directed at menacing vulnerable groups of individuals. See, because there's and, – and there was – I think it was in New York Times a few weeks ago how now there's conservative speech and liberal speech because speech isn't just speech anymore. Mm. So those are just some – so, you know, and of course, you have people who are looking to limit, you know, the, the First Amendment as it is now. It's growing. It's it's growing. Uh, it's definitely a popular notion within the grassroots leftists, and it's getting into uh, politicians and mainstream, uh, you know, democratic platform. They they are looking at ways, you know, like with so-called hate speech, which has no, you know, to, to limit hate speech to or to get rid of it. There's no legal definition of hate speech. And it's because your hate speech, you know, theoretical hate speech is different than mine. That sort of speech is protected under the First Amendment. And that's a problem because now more and more people, especially for platforms and, you know, because there's more platforms, there's technology has, has really leveled the playing field. And I'm sorry, I'm babbling a little bit, but I'm trying to get all this in. You know, they, they don't like speech anymore. They liked it when they were the gatekeepers. But now that other voices have popped up, now they're starting to limit it. And, and really, it reminds me of the the gay marriage argument when straight people or didn't want gays to get married because they felt it was taking something away from them, and it really wasn't. I kind of see a, like a parallel for that here, where they're afraid that other people having free speech is going to take something away from them and hurt them when it actually does absolutely nothing. Well, that that's exactly what the the end of that ACLU quote that I read. They said if it, you know, it harms vulnerable people or something like that. Also, uh, even liberals, uh, she wrote this when she was at Fox, but now she's at CNN, uh, Kirsten Powers, she wrote a book called The Silencing, How the Left is Killing Free Speech. And in uh, the synopsis, it says, lifelong liberal Kirsten Powers blasts the left's forced march towards conformity in an expose of the illiberal war on free speech. No longer champions of tolerance and free speech, the illiberal left now viciously attacks and silences anyone with alternative points of view. Powers asks, whatever happened to free speech in America? And that's kind of, uh, you know, what, you know, in part where I'm going, you know, we're going with this. It's, it's, it's a long way around. Okay. So swing it around. Leftists have done everything that, what's that? Yeah. I was going to say swing it around. Yeah. Let's swing the gun around. Yeah. Swing the gun around (laughs) your your fucking head. Um, (laughs) Leftists have done their best to control speech through the methods and means that I said before. But they've also gone through with, you know, campaigns to get people to lose their livelihood, lose sponsors, so on and so forth. And it's a way around the First Amendment as it is now. Uh, so technically, we're not taking away your free speech rights. Remember, James Gunn said something about, you know, Roseanne's free speech rights are intact. They penalize you and, and they make you fall in line, you know, the, the masses by, by fucking by punishing people for alternate points of view. Whether they're hateful or not, this has happened numerous times, and now it's starting to happen uh, to the to the left. Kathy Griffin, it sort of happened to. No one really gave a shit about her, and she kind of came back. But this this whole thing, it's about using leftist tactics 
and applying it against them because they've been immune for so long. And it's totally hypocritical of people on the right, like Cernovich and I, I don't remember the, the, what's the other guy's name who, who really was uh, the, the engine? Jack Pasialadek. Pasialadek. Yeah, whatever. One of, one of you people. Jack, Jack Prolapse. A fucking, but, um, uh, yeah, it, let, can I go ahead and, and read James Gunn's, uh, quote on Roseanne? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. James Gunn, he said in May 29th, 2018, I wish some of these so-called defenders of Liberty would start to understand what freedom of speech is and isn't. Roseanne is allowed to say whatever she wants. It doesn't mean NBC Network needs to continue funding her TV show if her words are considered abhorrent. And then uh, Twitter abhorrent. link. I think it's ABC Network, too. Yeah. Um, I thought you said NBC. No, I said ABC. Um, yeah, well, he's totally right. I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I actually don't have a problem with what he said there. But the problem is, and, and the left has kind of shrugged and just said, well, you know, words have consequences and stuff like that. When they're, when they become a lynch mob to destroy it, cause it's not just about a, a difference of opinion or destroying hateful messages or, or some you know, potentially dangerous messages. They want control. Well, what, what makes they a message domination. dangerous? What's that? What makes a de- message dangerous? What makes words dangerous? I don't know. It, it, I mean, I, I guess it's something that disrupt. You know, I don't know what makes a word or something dangerous to them. Yeah, because I, I, ideas I, can be dangerous. Ideas can start revolutions. You know, look at Kanye West. Kanye West said, "You know what? I'm I'm off. Basically, I'm off the liberal you know plantation, and uh, approval among black men of a certain of a certain economic." tier uh increased by like 10 or 20 points for trump mm-hmm. so when they when they hear that the problem is is that with leftists they're not just they, they don't care about discussion because there, there is no discussion their ideas what is true what what's factual and anyone else who has anything else to say that that breaks it all needs to be punished and that's that's punishment up to being shunned up to losing your livelihood and uh, that's devastating for a lot of people. And it's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Uh, I just want to read one thing before we discuss this gun thing a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, before we gun it. Uh, this is from a article that, that Ben Shapiro wrote in the wake of the James Gunn firing. Now, oh, I, heard of I this. believe that part of the reason why James Gunn was targeted, I don't, I don't think it was random. Earlier this week, the actor Mark Duplass tweeted seemingly randomly, that, uh, hey, liberals, I don't agree with him on much, but he's a genuine guy, this Ben Shapiro dude, and maybe you should follow him and at least understand what the other side is thinking and why. He's a good person. Yeah, and he, This guy to was what? fucking crucified. This guy was crucified, and one of the people who came, came out and disparaged Shapiro, you know, James Gunn, who said, you know, this is the guy who was talking about being delighted by watching a monkey jerk off onto a kid and saying how... You know, Ben Shapiro's mom should basically not follow him or listen to him or be in contact with him, something to that effect. So that's why I think uh, my assumption is that is why Gunn was targeted. He made himself a target. There's a little bit more to it. And, and I, I think this passage from what, what Ben Shapiro wrote sort of yeah. captures things. Right. So so this is this is where I'm cutting into the piece. Right. He goes, this brings us to the second question. This is Ben Shapiro writing. Were people wrong to call for Gunn's head? Here, I think the question is slightly complex. In a vacuum, the answer would be yes. Trying to get people fired based on perspectives that don't actually impact their work is presenting a more and more serious problem for society at large. But 
we're not living in a vacuum. We're living in a highly contentious time where the left routinely attempts to destroy lives of pointing out politically unpalatable past statements. See examples Barry Weiss, Kevin Williamson, or Shapiro himself. Any person or position the left dislikes uh, the results in the left's attempt to end a career. And this is where it's important for those who were calling for guns had to be clear about why they were doing so. There's a decent reason to enforce the left's rules against members of the left. Mutually assured destruction. If the left wants to play this game, then the right will also play this game. The left cannot live without fear of consequences or trying to, to destroy anyone they dislike through sheer mob outrage. And I think that got, cuts to the heart of it. And this is what it is. I think it's hypocrisy on the right. I think it's hypocrisy for people like Cernovich to go after gun like this, you know, with the end result of him being fired. But at the same time, there has to be consequences because the, the left has gotten by doing and saying whatever they want, following whatever path they want, and and continuing to prosper. You know, you were joking before how our words could be, I don't know if it's actually going to make it because we were having technical issues before, but, you know, how our words could come back to haunt us in 10 years. And that's a real danger for people like you and I. The reason why I accentuate my minority status and my African heritage it's to, to, it's simply that it's, it's a crutch against these <laughs> fucking leftists. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Professional for, courtesy. For me to say, you can't fucking, you, you know, you cannot come at me for saying the things I've said and for having the opinions I've had because I'm a minority group. And that's fucking wrong. That's bullshit. This is the type of crap that they've been fucking pushing to great effect that has destroyed lives, destroyed livelihood fucking destroyed reputations and everything else over opinions and it's pernicious and it's disgusting so while i think it's hypocritical i will not engage in it personally i'm not going to stop anyone on the right or libertarian or or basically anyone who's non-left i'm not going to stop anyone i'm not going to say anything bad about them as long as it continues like like this and when the when, when leftists start to feel consequences, things get done. That's why things are. That's why the NFL is is going nuts. That's why you know Star Wars. They're gonna try. They're they're gonna do something. They, they're not announcing it uh, because it would be bad PR. But after uh, you know all the social justice crap injected into Star Wars, people said, you know what, I'm not into it anymore. And that's why part in part why fucking Solo flopped. Well, I think there was a lot of reasons why Solo flopped. We but, don't need to get into it, but, but, yeah. the, but people are, the, the point is, people are calling the anti-Star Wars people now the new Gamergate, because oh, Gamergate God. provided the model. And, you know, we need to continue to fight until there's a ceasefire, because nobody should be fucking, or very few people should be fired for their jobs for making jokes, especially on their, in private, even if they're a public person. Uh, you know, I'm saying like on their private, you know, social media or whatever, which is an oxymoron, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. They, you shouldn't, if you make an off-color joke, that shouldn't ruin your fucking life. I mean, you had Papa John who said within context, Colonel Sanders said nigger and, and he didn't get as much shit as I have. He, yeah. he was, he was, he was saying, he was making a comment about his situation, not saying, I hate black people who should spit in their, you know, on their pizza or something like that. But when, when there are these outrage mobs, these witch hunts, we need to do everything that we can to end it. So like I said, I think the, these tactics are hypocritical. Uh, I don't like them. But the lefties, the leftists and the left as a whole 
needs to understand that this is not acceptable. Double standards are no longer acceptable. I don't know. This was, is fucking war. I was I was kind of looking forward to seeing the left demonize Colonel Sanders and you know tell all the <laughs> black people you need to give up fried chicken because it's racist now. And and I would love to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, good luck on that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm two percent black, and I can't stay away from fried chicken. You want our people to give up fried chicken? You know, have, I'd like tell, uh, <laughs> tell KFC to stop uh, fucking accepting uh, EBT cards. <laughs> the dominant image is of you know one of us, you know, a black person walking around with a with a big old KFC bucket of chicken, eating that bucket of chicken. You know, just you know, just grooving, and and that's that's the image that that. Everybody gets in their head about our people. I hope so. And and to see, you know, our community just give that up, you know, because, oh, this one person said something racist years and years ago. This dead person said something racist years and years ago. You know, I'd, I'd love to see that happen. Some some library or something. I, I, I just it just recalled uh, they're trying to ban the book Little House on the Prairie because they call Indians savages. I mean, she lived through these the, the, these events. They're not politically correct back then. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just trying to whitewash history. It's hilarious. Yeah, same thing with, like, uh, what is it, uh, Tom Sawyer, because of the character Nigger Jim. I'm yeah. sorry, N-word Jim. N-word Jim. N-word Jim. And anything by uh, Mark Twain, because he has the N-word in there, you know. But anyway. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see, because I, I, there's a little bit more on this gun thing. Yeah, let's let's swing the gun around and look uh, down the barrel, which is, if you're James Gunn, is going to be like a three-year-old boy's cock. Can I read some of his tweets? Yeah, while I'm looking for a statement, please do. I'm going to read some of his tweets. These are the offensive tweets that he had written. Okay, one is, I like it when, like, RT retweet some guy. I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place. Who doesn't? And then another one he wrote, Photo shoot with bunch of people, blah, blah, blah. Trying to maintain semi-chub so that I'll look impressive in these photos. All right, that's, that's, that, that was a bust. She was legal. I forget her fucking name, this, this Asian girl. And she, she had to be under five feet tall. She had a childlike frame. And, uh, he was, he was all into that for a while. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, I like Asian's childlike frame too. It's, it's, uh, you know, he was. It's a technicality. <laughs> His cock was, his gun was definitely into her. <laughs> okay, Hardy Boys and Mystery of What It Feels Like When Uncle Bernie Fists Me. There you go. <laughs> the Expendables is so manly, I fucked the shit out of a little pussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. <laughs> Eagle Snatches Kids is what I call it when I get lucky. <laughs> yeah, he, he's not that funny. I, I've never, and, and I'll get into my history with James. In a second. But here's the part of this thing. He goes, uh, my words of nearly a decade ago were at the time totally failed and unfortunate efforts to be provocative. I have regretted them for many years since. I mean, you could have deleted them, dickhead. <laughs> well, would that have worked? Uh, at the time, totally failed. Uh, uh, not just because they were stupid, not at all funny, wildly insensitive, and certainly not provocative like I had hoped, but also because they don't reflect the person I am today or have been for some time. And I, I wanted to get to that. Well, if he deleted them, if he had deleted them, they still could have been dug up in the Wayback Machine. I mean, people have ways of digging up deleted tweets. Yeah, but that would have been a fucking pain in the ass. If I, they I really wanted to get to him. Part about him his failed attempt at being provocative. I, I, I don't think people totally understand his, his history. Yeah, his go show into that. 
because he's he's from like the, I guess the kind of same kind of camp you are. Camp he's trauma. literally from the same place that that I started. Yeah, the, um, he's a trauma the, fag, just like trauma. you. Yes, the Toxic Avenger stuff, and basically when I was there, I was only there for two or three years. Yeah, he had Lloyd Kaufman in his films. I mean, come on. I, I know Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd is probably going to be in one of mine. He's he, he's from Troma, and Troma in that atmosphere. Now, I, I'm not quite as sure how it is today. I haven't been around the, the current Troma team in a year or so. But it, it's like if, if we were heroin, you know, they're like, you know, maybe a glass of wine now. Like they're they're just not as provocative and scary and outrageous as they used to be. I mean, how can you be when you're you're peddling fake blood and all this other bullshit? When I can Google a woman's asshole getting fucking ripped to shreds by a fucking horse cock, I mean, there's that's outrageous. You know, some fake blood is not fucking outrageous. But um, well, I I would say that night. Yeah, they were like uh, provocative and stuff in a pre-internet era. And I yeah. think that they didn't need the internet to be, to make themselves a name. And I think that says something about definitely in the time that they were in. So I would say like 97% of the people at trauma were full of shit. I mean, I guess you could probably go to any place and say they're, they were full of shit, but they, they all wanted to be provocative. They all wanted to be crazy and punk rock. They, you know, the punk stuff was very sort of, uh, intertwined with trauma yeah. when I was there. I'm so and, edgy. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm so edgy. Uh, but what it turns out in, in my core group of friends, uh, who I, who we were all there around the same time, they've all become, you know, in their pursuit of mainstream stuff or whatever, they've all softened. They've all fucking become politically correct. And because of that, they've been outraged by me. I'm not friends with them because of things that I've said. You know, they'll, they'll go, Oh, we're going to do a horror movie and we're going to cut people up. And it's like, okay, well, uh, a three-year-old girl's pussy's got to be really tight. It probably wouldn't last more than three pumps or something like they like that sort of thing. Which isn't, which I wouldn't say that, but I'm just, you know whatever. It's just a comment would be enough to outrage them, and they, you know, and it's so weird. Yeah, they can dish it out, but they can't take it. Well, but 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 why? I don't get it. And I was I was discussing this uh, with a friend of mine before uh, we started recording. And he said, well, you know, people fucking change, and that's true. People do change, but I don't think people change so wildly at their core. And I and I think that's probably where, where James is at. Well, he if, never was that guy. He never was that provocative guy that he wanted to be, as most of the people around the Tromad stratosphere or whatever. I'm probably misusing the fucking word. Yeah, I mean, if you, never you know change, if you never change at your core, what does that say then? Does that mean that you were just faking it all along? No, what I'm, what I'm saying, yes, they're certainly posers. I'm just saying, like, okay. I've changed. We all evolve. If you yeah, don't evolve yeah. from what, like, when you're 20, and I'm in my 30s now, fucking... Uh, yeah, there's, a, there's such a thing a as trying retard. too hard. But I, I think with, with some people, though, it's posing. It's not evolution. It's just they they stopped posing. They yeah. stopped lying. And I, I think... my I've never met James, but that's the sense that I get with him. And also I, I, I think when you go out to California and you're in that bubble and then Disney, then politically correct Disney, who they've been destroying Star Wars, ESPN and several other properties with their, their PC garbage. You you go there, they start feeding you, man, and those millions of dollars, that feels good, I'm sure. 
that success feels good. That that fucking that probably changes you and warps you too. But I my sense is just like most people, they're bullshitters, they're liars, and uh, posers. And I and I'm guessing that James was probably a bit of a poser, um, especially based on all the other most of the other people that I've seen in trauma. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and his tweets are not that bad. I mean, it sounds like he's yeah, it sounds like he's trying too hard to you know be edgy. Yeah, and uh, it's really boring but that that world that he was that he was from that's what we did Mm -hmm. and there are some people there's a handful of us who are genuine and i would consider myself part of that genuine crew (laughs) that's why i'm shunned by everyone uh, in part uh yeah it has nothing to do with your winning personality yeah so it's it's so i i think ultimately you know this is bullshit and, and Disney, I don't think we've gotten to, to Disney. You know, some people are saying, well, you know, it's, it's their right. They can do it. Yes, it is their right. They can do it. But to, to not understand that Disney vetted him, Disney looked into all this shit. They knew his history and they still signed, had him sign on and everything else. This is just pure, you know, capitulation again. And instead of capitulation and the result is destroying somebody who's not of the left. This time it's someone on the left. And I don't, I don't think this one episode is going to change anything. Because no, again, this not. has been happening and this really needs to be pointed out is that leftists have been doing this for decades. Leftists have been doing this shit for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. I mean, and uh, the only way that we're, that we're going to affect change is as from what I've seen, the demographics of our show are mostly people in Mexico and, and Alaska. <laughs> but it's, uh, it needs to stop. This shouldn't, you know, the preservation of speech, you know, the promotion of free speech should not be a left-right independent issue. It should be an American issue, and everyone should support it. Mm-hmm. And we should understand that, you know, that we're, we're not these fucking, you know, the, these perfect people. We, we, you know, we have opinions, and that can offend people. And uh, we're not, you can't sanitize anyone. Especially now, we can find shit on just about everyone. Yeah, I mean, there's so much. Like, I'm, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop on Sarah Silverman because she said and done so many, you know, abhorrent things herself. But you, you want to hear something that just happened? Yeah, and, and she's still doing it. And the thing is, that why is she immune? I, I don't know, but Patton Oswalt just Woo-hoo, my uh, favorite chub chub. He, he just tweeted out, I think he's funny, but he's lost his shit. He's another, he, you know, it's not even, not even his wife dying really changed him. It was Trump being elected. He, he sent out this wonderful, inspiring message to the Special Olympics, you know, how great they are and everything else. And I was like, I've heard him say retard and everything else. And of course, and, and I, and I shared and I replied, uh, with a screenshot. America, the retarded trust fund kid, is is part of his act from from an album released uh, fourteen years ago. Why why is he allowed to continue to work? <laughs> I'm just saying, if if a if a person who was not on the left did that shit, that that's the story. Yeah, they would you be retarded. Fucking fourteen years ago, they and leftists don't understand. They think that that and that is the problem. They think they're they're completely right and completely righteous. And so, therefore, James Gunn was a witch hunt. And but when it happens to someone who's not of the left, it's completely justified, and they need to feel the pain. And again, like I said, I don't 
you know, personally condone it. But if this is going to end this bullshit that we've all been, these double standards and bullshit that we've all been fucking suffering under or half the country has been suffering under, um, I'm, you know, whatever. Go ahead. The end does justify the means. And, and, and if that leaves, you know, 50, you know, talented liberal directors out of work forever so, so that you and I can express ourselves and, and future generations and everything else, so be it. But again, I won't, I won't can do, I won't actually do it. But I won't stop anyone who does. So yeah, it's like. But that—that's that, one thing that, that needs to be pointed out is that Ben Shapiro said in his piece: mutually assured destruction. The leftists have not suffered for what their their dumbass shit for the longest time. It will change. It is changing. Yeah. So sorry, James Gunn, you weren't out there fucking d- defending other people. You weren't defending other people's rights to say things and to say, you know what, I. This person said something I don't agree with, but they shouldn't be fired. Shouldn't yeah, he, he couldn't do that because that would be edgy, and he's not that. He's a fucking cunt. <laughs> and, and truly, like you know, if he wants to to begin to rehab his image and everything, I, I should probably just rape him. <laughs> you know, get him well, some sympathy because he made this movie that I love so much. I watch it over and over and over. It's called Lockout. It's a, it's, it's Die Hard in Space. And I just love that movie so much. And, you know, he creates, you know, he does a good job. That's, that's, the, that's what they should do to the fucking Mexicans spilling over. <laughs> lock them out. Anyway. Yeah, lock them in a cage, space cage. But it's, it's like the, you know, I mean, he is a poser, but he does great work. And, you know, for them to like take all that and even with all that into consideration and just chuck it out the window because they have a, so that they can virtue signal. I mean, you know, eventually there's not going to be anyone left. You know, I mean, Louis C.K. did so much for women and minorities himself, you know, and all, all they had, to, you know, a couple of them just had to watch him jerk off, but he asked them if it was okay. You know, no, the, the, I, I, I will always disagree with that analysis that? of the Louis C.K. thing. I'm pissing again, by the way. Uh. So, uh, the, the, the problem with Louie is not that he asked women to jerk off in front of them mm-hmm. and they said yes. I, I, I think that logic, uh, to an extent works. Um, although th- there's, a, there's a few things. One, he was at a different level than them. Yes, he was not the the this he was not at his peak, but he's definitely even back then was well known. Yeah, and uh, these women started talking about this shit, and his friends and his his representation started to squeeze them to shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. and that is the real crime with Louis C.K. All is right. that he used his power. To shut these fucking women, that's, that's, this, that's where the sin is. That's where the, the fucking problem is. Okay. Yeah. I, I can, I can agree with you on there. I can see that. That was the point I was trying to make. Something about. Sorry. Something about Louis C.K. that, that basically he was railroaded or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's like, well, they're railroading people that do a lot for their community, that do a lot for their cause because they have to maintain this virtue signal. And, you know, let's, let's admit it. Like James Gunn, he, he, he did what? He said something nice to Ben Shapiro. So that put a target on him. No, that was Mark Duplass. 
Mark Duplass? Okay, so then... That's an actor. The, James Gunn was part of it, and that's my theory as to why uh, James Gunn was targeted. Okay, so that's your... Cons- his fucking mouth. That's your conspiracy theory on the that- Conspire Theory Podcast. Conspiracy. I, I guess so. Yeah, okay, anyways. That's yes. my hypothesis. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just fucking crazy, you know, and, and you know, Hollywood is this whole, you know, like, the, everyone is complaining about well, they're virtue signaling that, you know, we need to get rid of, you know, all this, this sex stuff in, in our industry and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure at the Burger King, you know, some guy like uses his power to fuck the fry cook or, or something like that. But you see it in, in droves in the Hollywood community. I mean, the whole notion of the casting couch, the people trading sex for roles and stuff like that. I mean, that, a large, it's sort of like, it's an open secret. I mean, after what all the, all they've done, you know, for them to put up like, oh, we're this, this super clean justice, you know, people that we should tell you how to live and stuff like that. I mean, when their own house is dirty as fuck, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, he's, he, he got caught. That's, that probably doesn't stop what's happening there from happening because it probably still is. It's just happening, you know, like, you have to go back another door. They just close another door, and and it's yeah, just it's, a load it's, of bullshit. It's going to continue going on. Yeah, because and, and, and by the way, um, I you know I've been in entertainment for a while, and I've heard of all sorts of stuff like this happening. And you know, people have choices, and uh, you know, people have choices of you know whether they want to continue to work, what they should do. Fucking, I, I couldn't care less. I know I'm working with devils, not just because they're Jews. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're working with devils. Protect yourself, your friends, protect your family. And if some fucking dumbass is, is, uh, is willing to, to, uh, you know, lend, um, uh, sorry, there's, uh, it's about to, my, my door closed. I must have a ghost. If they're willing, to fucking to, to be exploited like that, so be it. Don't complain about it though. Yeah, yeah. I know the shit goes on. Yeah, I mean, and seriously, look at look at fucking Hollywood. All the all the people there, they're all fucking gorgeous, beautiful people. And and if you're not gorgeous and be- beautiful, you'd better be fucking talented or good at your job, whatever it is that isn't being beautiful, because that's the only way that you're going to get work in that town. The precious actress. Exactly. You're, you're not pretty, but but you know what? You're a dead ringer for a, a big fatso with AIDS. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you're perfect for this role. It's like, okay. Why does she need this part? She's got plenty of roles already. Okay. <laughs> Boom tish. Yes, okay. So, the, uh, that, yeah, so so seriously, the, the, the problem is, and I one other thing, right. and, and it goes back with the James Gunn thing, with everything else, we are not we are not sharing the same reality with half the country. Independents, conservatives, libertarians, and shit like that I'd are say, a totally different claim. Yeah, I'd say even less than that. It's just they have the loudest voice. Whatever the case may be, yeah. they we, we don't ha- even have the same facts. You know, we're, we're going to talk about the, the little beaners in cages later, and you, you hear the fucking dangerous moron Bernie Sanders going, we must have them President Trump must stop separating kids from families. 
They're coming here and committing crimes. Coming here illegally is a crime. And you know what? If that's the case, I want to see Mr. Sanders so uh, you know passionately defend me when I when I get fucking locked up in jail. But but the, the bigger point is that you know Trump is not separating families. He's responding to illegals coming here, breaking the law. When you break the law, you, you don't have rights. When, you, when you're not an American citizen, you don't have as many rights as citizens here. So it's, we need to, one, there needs to be a ceasefire so that people can actually express themselves freely again without fear of jail or fear of losing our livelihood. And we need to get on the same, the same plane again when it comes to facts. You know, with us, two plus two still equals four. For a leftist, it, it's whatever they feel like. Yeah, it's it's whatever whatever isn't racist, and to them everything is racist. You know, like two plus two equals uh, the swastika. Two plus two equals nigger. <laughs> yeah, or the swastika because the four looks an awfully lot like a swastika. I'm, you know, I'm it's, sorry. it's too bad there weren't uh, German Italians. <laughs> you know why? Why is that? They, they'd have the pastica. <laughs> the pastica. Oh God, I I love that that lowbrow, childish juvenile humor. I guess that's why Pun. I find James Gunn's tweets so amusing. Call me James Pun. <laughs> James Pun. So I guess we'll just shut the door on on James Gunn. We'll we'll holster the gun for right now. I I do I gotta say this is so bad, but I, I do hope he kills himself. Uh, <laughs> he's, so. I don't think he gives a fuck. I really don't because he's got. Oh, he's, he totally does. He made he made approval. he made so much money. I mean, he'll be okay. He just has it to. Doesn't matter, man. You're you're looking at it from the the eyes of a pauper. Okay. Uh, fucking. This is he wants the love, the respect. He wants to walk into Comic Con and have people love him and, and ask for his you know fucking thing and just say, "Hey, change, Guardians of the Galaxy changed my life and Groot and all this crap." He he wants that adoration. Yeah, so that's was, fucking high. So I guess it, it's a huge ego crusher for him then. Well, it's a repu- reputation destroyer and an ego killer. Yeah. All right. Now that people, because I'm if I if I saw him on the streets and they, hey, you fucking sissy, <laughs> you, you you like fucking raping kids? How about I jerk off on your back? <laughs> well, the thing is also is he was just joking. He didn't actually rape any kids. He's not a pedophile. Of course not. I mean, he didn't do anything. He committed no that's the, real that, crime. That's the problem, though. That that's why we, the, the, anyone who's not of the left should should just this is just a this is progress uh, using the leftist tactics on them. They need to understand and feel the pain, just like because you can look at people and just say, hey, "Well, what the fuck? Why was he rejected for this or for that? Or why was Papa? Why did Papa John's have to lose out?" Because he said nigger in a, in the context of a conversation. So when that happens constantly, there needs to be a fight. You know, we need to fight back. Every fair person, whether they're a liberal or whatever, anyone who's fair across the political spectrum should be totally behind free speech. You know, obviously there, there are a few exceptions. You, you, you can't yell fire in a, crowded movie theater if, if it's not on fire. Yeah, that's, there, there, that's there like... There are a couple exceptions. Context still that, applies. First Amendment is fucking... It, it, it's a bedrock of our country. 
And it's what separates us from the animals, the animals being the rest of the world. The First Amendment is worth dying for. The First Amendment is worth killing for. And uh, if leftists try to fucking change it, there will be an actual war with blood. Hmm. So let's not do that. Let's just return to sanity. Let, let's have the adults take back control of the room. Because this fucking, all this crap, all this crap coming from the left, leftists in particular, liberals, if you don't know, understand what leftists are, you're not that. Go fucking Google that shit. So, Mr. Gunn, enjoy and kill yourself. How do you think he's going to kill himself if he does kill himself? I think he's going to hang himself because hanging not is hot. Yeah. Definitely not a gun. He looks like a <laughs> lesbian now. Yeah. He's, 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 his old age. Like 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 little meek nerds like that. They they don't they don't age well, and, and so he has like a stylist and makeup artist and shit. And he, he just he looks like a like a, a middle aged lesbian. No, which so, I guess is kind of what he was going for, you know. He has he is a stupid bloody twat. So fuck him. Yeah, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy two sucked. I didn't see the first one. I but, I like the movies. I like the movies, and I like the characters. Second one sucks. Yeah. It was it was more the same the first one I I I can argue that the um but I I think he's gonna hang himself he's gonna he's gonna take one of those Groot dolls throw it around his neck throw it onto a, a doorknob because they all do it by doorknobs now and just <laughs> hang himself hang himself death by Groot maybe he could be a gay porn star he'd be Star Lords or something <laughs> Come Lord or something Just Dick Lord. Jizz Lord. All right, I, I've, I'm done with the with James. I'm done with Gun. I'm done with Gun. Okay, okay. Let, Fuck let, him. Let's just like really My shit, James. <laughs> really, really quick. Maybe less than two minutes. Uh, let, let's go into the kids in the cage thing because it's like um, people. I, Joe Rogan on his, his podcast, you know, he said something about uh, the kids in the cage. In the cage, cave, the cage, not the cave. The kids in the cage. About how you know a com- uh, comedians from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> he said something about how um, you know if if you're if you're standing behind if you support these kids in a cage you know then you're not part of the tribe. He's trying to he's what doing, tribe? Yeah, he's doing his his chest beating uh, alpha male shit. And what it mostly is is he's basically saying you know like hey fuck due process. You know, because we were getting into it like uh, a little bit earlier about the the whole you know when the, when the people come over here they're breaking the law. I mean, nobody like when we were our, when we were discussing the guns in the gun episode. No one wants to see dead kids. Nobody wants to see dead kids. We have different opinions of how Planned, Planned can, Parenthood does of, of, make money off that. Yeah, of how we can of Sell how we can. Parts. Yeah, we have different opinions of how we can you know come to a solution, but. No one wants to see dead kids. And then in that same instance, no one wants to see these kids in a cage. No one wants to see children, you know, caught in the crossfires of these policies and stuff. But these policies fucking exist and you can't, you know, there's no getting away from that. You can be appalled by it, but that's the due process. I mean, you know, cause let's face it, all these people, all these celebrities and shit who are saying, you know, oh, don't do the kids in a cage. Nah. You know, they're going to be the first people to call the cops to get due process involved whenever any shit gets real in their lives. Trump Trump said it right, actually. So, uh, first of all, Joe Rogan, he, he's not always an idiot, but some, sometimes he is so hot and cold. Sometimes he'll say really 
smart or good yeah, things. Yeah, I, I, I love the show. Things. And then he just fucking takes a shit. His brain just shits. Maybe it's just like the pot is eating away half his fucking brain. But Trump said it. You don't want to be separated from your family. Cross illegally. And, and also, you know, Joe Biden was talking about this policy. This is a policy that was happening under Obama. And no one – so to show bias and everything else, media bias and, and everything else, because um, remember, this started with, uh, you know, photos from 2014 – during the Obama administration, yeah. they were doing the same exact thing. Yeah. And then people started, you know, like morons like Ben Rhodes, uh, started, uh, deleting their tweets because they fucked up because they're looking to be outraged. They weren't looking, they, they, they didn't give a fuck about the kids. They gave a fuck about using ammunition against Trump and they've done, they've been successful to an extent yeah. on this issue. And that's why we need to do something about illegal aliens. Don't call it an immigration issue. It's not immigration. Calling this calling this an immigration issue is like calling a violent rape a bad date. <laughs> it's really minimizing the thrust of what's going on. Yeah, in in, in one of my previous shows, um, I interviewed a guy who was in the border patrol. I should probably bring him back and maybe discuss this issue with him, or I, or maybe maybe this has been set to bed or something. But you know, because I've I've said for a long time, I've been consistent on this that. You know, immigration does, as far as letting people in here, we do need to uh, streamline it a bit because it costs thousands of dollars to get in and it takes years to get in. And I don't see how that's necessary because we have so much bureaucracy. Well, that's, that's fine. That, that's a, that's that's fine. But th- th- that doesn't matter. Yeah. That doesn't fucking matter because these people weren't doing that anyway. They're liars if they said they, I was just looking for a silo. You, you can apply for asylum in your own country. You go you go to to, uh, you go to the American embassy and you apply. They don't fucking separate you and your family. And if it's valid, uh, you fucking um, you, you get asylum. And those are other issues. The issue here is that people are fucking coming in, and not just you know either they're coming in illegally, crossing illegally at the, at the southern border, or they're overstaying their work visas. There needs to be oversight and. The leftists and the liberal Democrats in this instance, less than, you know, around the same time James Gunn was tweeting about monkeys coming on little boys' backs, you had Chuck Schumer talking about how bad illegal immigration or illegal aliens are in the sense of what the, what it's doing to the country and everything else. That There's been an, a major pivot, just like James Gunn was, you know, pivoted from this provocative guy to whatever the fuck he is today. The, the Democrats have pivoted for all this pro-illegal alien shit. And the only reason why is they're, they're making a play to, to make a, a, this, a whole generation of Mexicans illegals. Uh, they want to give them amnesty, amnesty and they want to make them Democrats. Well, yeah. That, I, is, that is not a policy. That, that is, that, that's a power grab. That's I remember seeing a, a meme that someone posted, you know, like how the Democrats, they want to, they want to get rid of foreign influence in the elections. And then at the also Democrats, they want to make like all, illegal alien citizens so they can vote it's like that's that's counterproductive well, some some of them are voting already yeah and, and that's that's another thing and and uh, you know we pushed it off for the james gunn thing but i you know i, I wanted to talk about you know the, the whole putin thing we don't have to get into it uh, you know deeply but but the, people are so obsessed with the, the russian meddling in the election oh yeah but yet they still are against voter id laws 
<laughs> and still get privileges showing your fucking ID when you vote to ensure that it's you. Yeah. So until, until you start shoring up things that we have control over, like voter ID, uh, I don't want to hear a goddamn thing about meddling because it didn't change the election anyway. It didn't sway the election. It didn't. And and, and there's something that, that there's the, the, the whole thing about fake news and what the Russians did, it really shows what the media and others like them in, in, in that, in that ballpark, what they really think of people. Cause if you look at some of these ads and some of this other crap, you'd have to be a full on fucking retard to be swayed by it in, mm-hmm. in any significant way. Yeah. So uh, American voters, while they are stupid in some ways, they're not that stupid. Yeah, I mean, all this, all this Russian collusion stuff that they're trying to trump up, all it does is just give Joy Behar, you know, something, cause she, she's never let that go. And she's not funny. She hasn't been funny in a long time. And that's all she does. She sounds like a broken record, you know. Russians, 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 cause she's just the Brooklyn Jew stereotype. You know, and, and she's just, that's all she does is just, she's, she's a fucking, she's a chicken. She goes, bah, 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 yeah. They're, they're all, it's, I call it, you know, the, the, the hen hour, the, cause they're just squabbling hens and it just, it, like, I kind of, I, I don't want to watch it, but it's on, you know, like in the break room at work. So it's like, okay, whatever. You know, and, and I, I can't help but laugh every now and then when they start, you know, squabbling. You know, <laughs> yeah, Joy, Joy Behar, her her cunt must smell so bad. Yeah, so, yeah, I remember saying in general, her, her cunt must be fatty and bloated and just must stink. Might see one of those fucking. Like the, you know, you ever you ever see like the old cartoons that where they'd have the uh, the the smoke or whatever the aroma and it would hook your nose. Yeah, that's 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 what her cunt probably does with that terrible tuna smell. Phony redheads. And speaking of another phony redhead, ScarJo. ScarJo got into some wow, shit. What a, what a pivot! Yes, <laughs> I learned from the best. Thank you, James. The who's James? James Gunn. Oh, that's right. Oh. Well, well, rest in peace, James. She had recently, um, there was this movie, Tug and Rub, or Rub and Tug, about um, a gay... What I do when I look at her ass. <laughs> about a, a transgender, supposedly transgender massage parlor person who, you know, had, who ran like, I guess, a prostitution... Uh, let me bring up the article. It's probably best I know what the fuck I'm talking about before. Wasn't it based on a real story or something yeah it was based on a, on a real woman who identified as a man so it's based on a real man because if we don't say that i should fuck a, a, a female to male tranny yeah why not okay it was I, think based- it, I think it would be far more gay than than fucking a male to female as ironic as that is but, uh, no, I don't know. We'll we'll of. we'll have to get a couple on and ask them how that worked. Um, yeah, it was the Rub and Tug, a Pittsburgh set movie based on the true story of massage parlor owner Dante Tex Gill, with a key figure in Pittsburgh's red light district. Scarlett Johansson was going to play um, a trans man who identified as you know trans, who you know did who 
Born with a cunt thinks he's a man. Yeah, who went with, who went, who wanted to be known as Mr. Gill. At first, you know, ScarJo, she said something like to the effect of, of, you know, well, if you want a comment, go to, um, where's, well, no, 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 you're, you're, you're skipping over shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. You I'm, haven't even established why anyone would be looking for comment on this. Okay, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I should do it. So basically, yeah, I'm going uh, through the article. There's a, a so she she's going to be this trans person. She's not trans. Someone from the uh, Transparent show uh, said a, a trans man should be getting that part. It's really fucked up, and that's in the tradition of saying like the, there have been all sorts of problems with casting that uh, for for some roles. Yeah, basically. I think that was the actor was Trace Lissette. Yeah, What's Trace Lissette of Transparent tweeted. So you all can continue to play us, but we can't play y'all. I don't know what I've that seen, means. I, I actually know her from that show, or you know, and she, for the most part, looks like a woman. Uh-huh. Um, that's not the point. You know, there, there's a complex sort of reasoning that goes into casting, especially when it comes to, to for a lead. Yeah, it's who so, sucks the dick the hardest. Well, not just that, but you know, when you're when you have a script, you start looking for money. Or maybe you're looking for money. You know, you you have a script. You're looking for money, and people will write checks. People will write checks a lot faster for you, if at all, if there's a star who's attached. And that's what happened with Scarlett Johansson. She she was she's part of the she's attached to, this, to star in this movie. She has a, a good track record at the fucking box office. So people write checks and they say, "Hey, you know, I'll, I'll make some money. I like your stuff and everything else." Now that that there's been so 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 there's this controversy. She says, "Go and talk to the yeah." I got of, that uh, one Jeffrey right here. Tambor. I got that one yeah, right here. Tell them that they can be directed to Jeffrey Tambor, Jared Leto, and Felicity Huffman's rep for comment. Yeah, yeah. And or, these, these or are the all... guy who played uh, fucking uh, uh, who's the the cripple who died, uh, Stephen Hawking. That yeah. guy played a uh, a trans woman or a cross dresser or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, there's a ton. The notion is that that you should be that thing, whatever that thing is. If yeah. you're a white man, trans you actors white man. for trans roles. Although that doesn't that doesn't fucking uh, that that doesn't matter uh, when it comes to white roles. So, for instance, Josh Whedon, who's a fucking scumbag, he apparently. I've seen this. I haven't looked into it. Maybe it's a hoax. Maybe it's not. But as of now, uh, let's treat it as it's real. That he wants to redo Buffy the Vampire Slayer with a black woman. So you'd be laughed at if you said, well, Buffy's white. She was white in the movie. She's white in the show. Why are you doing this? They'd say, well, fuck you, you bigot, and everything else like that. So for white big again, this is the leftist view. Whites are to be shit on. Whites are to be excommunicated, uh, and people of color, uh, persons of color, and fags, basically, you know, should, should just be overrepresented. Well, you uh, know, let me let me jump in real quick. Um, in Asgard, in in the Marvel movies, in Thor, Asgard is uh, cult, is culturally diverse, even though it's based off of North mythology. Um, the character of Hamdel is played by Idris Elba. And that character yeah. is, you know, it's a white myth, but he's a black actor playing it. And of course, there's there's no controversy because no one knows who the fuck Hamdell is. Asgard has, you know, Asians and black people and all these different types of people. But when you go to Wakanda, nothing but black people. There's no white people. There's like two white people in the Black Panther movie. 
You know, it's like, yeah. well, where's, you know, if, if, if Wakanda is, you know, in the middle of Africa, is this, you know, culturally superior, technologically superior stuff, you know, shouldn't they also have some inclusion and stuff like that? Because if Asgard, you know, space Vikings, if they can have some cultural diversity in there, then, you know, why can't it be applied everywhere? But, you know, that, that's a, a mute point. You're, you're bigoted. Yeah. I'm, I'm racist uh, because I asked that question. So with, with Scarlett Johansson. So remember I was saying about how you, know, you cut checks because of Scarlett Johansson movie. She pulls out after this bullshit. It's not worth it. She's got, she's gone through this crap before with the ghost in the shell casting. Again, yeah. why don't you, the complaint was it's a Japanese character. Why are you, you know, why aren't you casting a Japanese person? Because it's not just that. You cast people as in the lead roles of, of films typically because they have a built in audience. Well, there, there was, they're popular. There was and, more to it than that. I'll, I'll get into it later, but finish your point. Well, there's a, there's a ton of different things, but the, the reason why you, you have a star is because they have a certain amount of pull. Yeah, exactly. Economically and everything else. And then, and so now this movie might not even get made because Scarlett Johansson has pulled out because nobody wants to fucking pay. General audiences don't want to fucking pay to see some fucking tranny just because it's an well, authentic tranny. A no name so tranny. ridiculous. A no name tranny at that. Yeah. I mean. And, and, there has to be more than just uh, Vivica Fox and Fallon Fox as far as household name trans people, you know. Vivica Fox is not trans. Or or, or was it um, Vanessa Fox or something? The, she was on the cover of Time Magazine. Vanessa Fox. Cox. Cox. Vanessa Cox. Cox. Oh, that's right. The, uh, the, the, the What she gave up to be a woman. It's uh, Laverne Cox. You sure? Laverne Cox. The, the, the girl from the Black is the New Orange or some shit? Orange is New Black, yes. Orange is New Black. Yes, Laverne, Laverne Cox. Okay, all right, then fine. Laverne Cox. She's she's actually kind of pretty because she's a, a glamour tranny. She's got big tits and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, just keep your pants on, baby, and suck my dick. It's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing with Ghost in the Shell was there was more to it than just that, that she was actually perfect for the role. And let me explain why. Because she... As far as no one, all the people who are saying she needs to be Asian because the character is Asian have never picked up or even looked at the fucking source material. Um, the character's race is irrelevant in the story. It's what it is, is it's this world where people are more machine than human and stuff like that and shit like that. And what the character is, the character of the major is her look, her visual aesthetic is the default of whatever the company that built her body. That's that's the thing. And the default is, stock model. Uh, stock model is, you know, blue-eyed, uh, blonde hair, you know, Caucasian-looking person because they pointed out in the story that there's this other stock model running around that has her face, you know, because she used the default face and it has blue hair, blue blue eyes and, and blonde hair. And, but it's still the Major Kusanagi. Though, yeah, yeah, Major Kusanagi. She's... And she, her, her race, you know, like isn't a factor in it. And also the creator of the manga said, Oh, Scarlett Johansson is going to play the role. Good. Thumbs up. I give it my blessing. The studio, the director of the original, you know, one that people get huge boners over. He said, yeah, yeah, she, she's going to play the role. That, that's great. That means people are going to watch it. Money, money, money. You know, that, that yeah. means we, we get. Anime gets good, you know, we get to make more anime films because people are going to watch it. 
and and everyone had thumbs up, but because of the few internet trolls in America who don't know the story, who don't know everything, Children. they've just seen well, the, the trailer. Who gives a fuck? But, I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. Who gives I mean, a fuck if they, if they if they they know the story or not. Yeah, but they 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 created a big enough they they created this momentum of this false outrage, and even the people of Japan. This guy interviewed people in Japan and said, "Hey, what do you think about a white woman playing the role of?" of this uh, fictional character. And, the, and people were like, yeah, uh, who cares? You know, it's a fictional character. It's a story. Well, who no, they've also who, gone who to Japanese it? people and said, you know, what do you think of this, this yeah. cultural appropriation and stuff? And they say, this is great. It's great that Japanese culture is being embraced worldwide. Exactly. And, and because, they, because these fucking idiots in America, we, do, we need to stop being fucking held hostage to them. I know. Firing James Gunn is, is a step in the right direction. We need to we need to break the chains of bondage. We need to take these fucking retards. You know, again, like like the you know a word that Patton Oswalt would say would use to make money. Uh, you know, just over a decade ago, we need to take these fucking retards, and we need to stop them. We need to restore sanity, or there's going to be a fucking war. There's going to be a real war. And guess what, pussy ass motherfuckers, you're going to lose. I, I don't think it should come to that. That would be stupid. Uh, but at the same time, when you're trying to take away the bedrock rights of this country, what makes America America, it's worth fighting for and it's worth dying for. And really, though, too, if America is so bad, if we're such a terrible place, why are you still here? Yeah. I don't care if you're born here. I don't care if you're a citizen. If it's the worst place in the world, why don't you go to South Africa, stupid white bitch? You know, why Why don't you go someplace else? Why don't you go to a Muslim-majority nation that, that, that strictly adheres to Sharia law? Why are you still here? That, that's what I don't understand. Why are you still fucking here? Because it, it, it'll be a lot easier. You want to go to a place that doesn't have free speech, that doesn't respect women or, you know, that kills gays and stuff. There are plenty of countries out there. Don't ruin the greatest country ever. Go fucking ruin your own mind, you stupid cunts. Yeah. And, the, and the thing, you know, let's swing it back to Johansson again about, you know, because I, I, I like... That could be her tranny name, Joe Hansen. <laughs> Yeah, um, she's, I mean, she's, she's a big lefty, you know, she hates Trump. She was on the, you know, fuck Trump train and, and, you know, and, and to see her, you know, at first kind of fight for this role because she, let's be honest, she wanted, and she wanted a claim for it because Jared Leto and the other guy, uh, what is it, uh, Town Bar something or other? Frank yeah, Amber, who, yeah, the was, transparent guy was yeah. fired. From fucking transparent. Yeah, but I don't know if he was fired and rehired and everything else for, well, for molesting women. Well, he and got. Trans. Yeah, he got he got awards for that, and so did Jarletto. He got heavily awarded for it. He was heavily criticized, you know. But they, the Tranners, came after him. Tranners. You know, they they came after him, but I think that's you know that's what she was looking at. She was looking at the short game, like yeah, if I do this role, I'm going to be critically acclaimed. I'm going to be a real actress. You know, people are going to give me uh, medals again. She wanted, she wanted trophies. She looked for prestige. Yeah. She was looking for prestige. This role would have given her prestige because she would have been representing the, the under, the underdog, the underrepresented, you know, and, and it sucks that we're not going to get that. And she's an okay actress. I mean, she's hit and miss. I mean, she hates, you know, America, I guess. But she ran away from the Scientologist, so she's like, you know. I don't care how much she hates me or, <laughs> or America or anything else. As long as she has that ass, I want to lick it. Yeah, I mean. Her asshole. 
not not just her ass cheeks, right into her asshole. Yeah, and Lucy, the movie Lucy, absolutely sucked. But you know, uh, I did enjoy yeah, Ghost in the Shell for her what pussy it was. after getting fucked so much. <laughs> yeah, that's how she got all those roles. That's how she got all those those casting casting couches. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess. Um, oh, by the way, did did we talk about kid? Yeah, the kids in the cave. They've been rescued. Yeah. Oh no, not the cage kids we talked about. Not not those little Thai boys who probably all have HIV. Yeah, they're 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 rescued and and Elon Musk wanted to send his uh mini sub to help them and they told him to get the fuck out of here, let the real experts do it, and he started getting into Twitter wars with them, calling them pedos and shit. <laughs> which is like fucking stupid. Because well, I thought that it was one it was a uh, like a scientist from the UK who we called him pedophile. Yeah, something. well, probably one guy. He probably did that. But you know, I I like Elon Musk too because you know what's the best way to fuck those kids. What's that? Tie them up. <laughs> well, they're probably going to get tied up once they go into the red light district. That's a James Gunn tweet. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if James Gunn flees to Thailand and you know hooks up with a couple of those boys. I uh, we can only hope. Yeah, they're gonna probably like tie a tie a, a noose around his neck so he can get autoerotic asphyxiation. He pays extra for when so when he fucks one of the Thai boys at the shitter, he'll only say Groot in pain. Groot. <laughs> I, I I wonder if his his bush hair is 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 like that fucking raccoon with the machine gun. Rocket raccoon. Nice bushy fucking raccoon pube rapes those kids. Yeah, I, I'm sure it is. I'm I'm sure. He'll go there and he'll make a movie with them and it'll be all critically acclaimed and stuff. And then he, he's gonna, he's gonna come back. I'm pretty sure he's gonna come back because like what the, the other guy, the guy who actually raped the child, what's his name? Um, something, the, the guy that, that fled to France in the 70s. Oh, uh, the fucking Polanski. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Polanski. Uh, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. He's still a big name. You know, people completely forgot that he raped a kid. Even the kid that he raped was like, I totally forgive him. I'm I'm over I, it. I never forgot that he raped the kid. Yeah, and, she's, and I don't give a shit, by the way, if she's done with it. She still raped he still raped the fucking kid. Yeah, she's over it. She forgave him. Well, I she, guess rape victims her can mom, get over raped. <laughs> her mom had you know, should be should share in the in the sentence. I mean she let she was like fourteen or fifteen and she she just dropped Dropped her fourteen or fifteen year old, or uh, you know, model hot child to hang out alone with Roman Polanski in Jack Nicholson's fucking hot tub. Like she obviously knew what she was doing. Yeah, that's now, a casting couch. Now here, if you get fucked in the shitter by Roman, just remember he's got a small cock. It's okay. Yeah. So uh, you know, Roman Polanski has a very interesting life. And he, he also dated other younger women. Like he, he I think he dated Natasia, Natasia Kinski when she was like 15. And by the way, I think we should be able to date 15 year olds. I don't know. I, I, I want to fuck 15 year olds. It's, it's my, my body, my choice. Yeah. Well, in, in Texas, you can like have sex with like a 16 year old, something yeah. like that. But you know, yeah, it's, I find it weird where you can have sex, but you can't have porn of it. Until they're eighteen. Underage sexes in Texas. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's like that doesn't match up. Fuck some Texas. 
like if you're going to make it where you can only have one of them at 18, then make the age of consent 18. I mean, because otherwise you're you're kind of sending mixed signals be, to people, and with everyone like sharing everything over social media now, it's like, yeah, what what the fuck do you think is going to happen? People are going to that could be that could be our uh, our podcast if we get half uh, Indian, like half white, half Indian. We call it mixed signals, like smoke signals. <laughs> mixed because we're all mixed. Well, we we got to say Native American now because when you say Indian, people think of the ones with a dot, not with a feather. I don't have to fucking say that. Uh, I'm 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 a minority. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, but there is a geological difference. I don't give a shit. I don't care if you call them Indian. I don't care. See, I just spoke Indian. Indian. How about that? Indian. Yeah, but that's like Indian with a dot, not Indian with the feather. Indian with the feather talks like this. How? The, the Indians with the dots, they always look like they're about to get killed in like a late 80s movie. <laughs> like a laser sight, laser point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Carlos Mancia did a joke on that. I wonder who he stole it from. Hey, man! I need a joke, man! I need to steal it, man! They call me the Punisher! They call me Punisher, man! I'm going to punish you, you know. Don't rape me, Joe Rogan. He's gonna, oh, that, he's gonna rape me. Hey, man. Shut up. <laughs> Carlos Mencia later. Yeah, man. Carlos I wanted, Mencia. I wanted to get into this. This. <laughs> How about that? That's a good one, Carlos Menciman. <laughs> yeah, I. That'd I like be a that. good station name. I like that more than I should. Yeah, Carlos Menciman. <laughs> I wanted to get into the um, in San Antonio. This there's been this this like wave of of viral videos of people just getting fucking nuts, and it's fucking crazy. One of the latest ones is this people guy. People are getting fucking nuts, and it's getting fucking. Who writes your copy? Uh, it's not written. I I come up with it all by myself. Oh, I couldn't tell. Shut up. The um. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2 a.m. It's a Whataburger. And what are you doing at a Whataburger at 2 a.m.? You're just hanging what, out. Is that, a, is that like, a, like a chain? Yeah. Well, well, Whataburger is a Texas chain. It's like it's like McDonald's. It's, what do black people think about going into chains? <laughs> well, if they get paid, I don't think they care. That's if they work there. 16-year-old kid. was White boy. Yeah. This, this, two I, white boys. I guess it was two white boys. They're just sitting there, you know, and, and I guess they got into a fight with uh, Kimo Jimenez, who is like uh, 30 years old. So this guy's like twice was their age. Was that really even a fight, though? Like, I, I thought he was well, just, well, he just saw that they had a fucking... Yeah, he saw that they had a hat. He grabbed it off the kid's head, and then he threw a drink on him and, and, and stormed off, you know. Hey, I thought you were on fire! I thought that red hat was fire! That's why I put the drink in his face. Well, anyway, that's still assault. <laughs> so the guy got jailed, and he's gonna like get sentenced and stuff like that. He like verbally uh, abused and assaulted the the kids, you know. And these are like sixteen year old boys and stuff. And of course, the you know the when thing, you know when he completes it, what's that? His jail time. When he completes his jail time, it'll be the first sentence he's ever completed. <laughs> Probably. So. <laughs> 
and you know he he gets a, a drink thrown in his the the kid gets a drink thrown in his face and of course the kid comes out pretty good he like Donald Trump's son you know sends him a signed autographed hat to replace it and the guy the guy that threw the drink you know the 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 bully the obvious bully in this yeah he it's lost his criminal, job the criminal scumbag yeah he lost his job at at a bar but he'll probably just get like another he'll get probably get several offers off of Main Street. In downtown San Antonio, Main Street is pretty much our gay district. And oh. and I imagine he'll get like tons of offers there, you know, offers for jobs as well as blow jobs because you know they're gonna want to suck his dick. If this guy's willing to get violent with fucking uh Trumpers and shit like that, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be waiting, aching to suck his cock. So I like it when when Muslim women suck my cock. I like looking at their hijab while I'm getting a blow jab. And <laughs> <laughs> I wipe off on it. Yeah. This guy's a scumbag. He's yeah, he's a scumbag and he's going to probably come out, you know, a, a winner in this, you know, cuz he's he's going to be a hero. To who? To to the fucking to to the people that hate Trump and stuff. They're going to give him opportunities and shit. You know that's going to fucking happen. What seriously, he he's like a, a a grown man working part-time uh, like the graveyard shift at a hamburger place like you know what 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 skills does he really have well he was he was a he was a bartender oh the 30 year old guy he was he's a bartender and he lost his job at the bar but another bar will just pick him up so it it you know he's going to land on his feet hey i was a bartender now i'm behind them bars <laughs> get it <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point that's cool. He was, he was tending the bars. Now he's tending the bars from behind them. Very good. I got thrown in jail and, and raped. Now my asshole is tender too. <laughs> Tended his asshole. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up and say how fucking outrageous that is. That people are getting into physical confrontations over political bullshit like that. Whereas, you know, 10, I would say maybe 20, 30 years ago, this thing wouldn't have happened. You know, it. You'd get a, you get into fights over something else. I mean, I don't know. I I just think this shit is crazy. You know, this shit is just fucking crazy. Oh, it is. But but see, they they seem justified because they think that Trump is a Nazi and Hitler and all this other crap. If they and I think they're bullshit. And here's why: if Trump was really the reincarnation of Hitler, don't first of all, don't you think like a vast majority of the country would be against that. That's that's number one. So it's offensive saying like, oh, you know, it's just half the country condones Nazis. No, we don't. And uh, two, it's like if, if Trump were a true threat, why aren't you killing people? Why aren't you trying to constantly assassinate? If I was convinced that, say, Obama was was a threat that was not going to be contained, that he was going to change the country in ways that – in irreparable ways – um, I'd, I'd be totally fine with and, and perhaps participate in trying to kill him or a military coup or something. You know why it's not good and it's not smart and everything else and that, why that's stupid? Because it's not reality. You know why they're not really doing it and it's just rhetorical and not really, you know, action? Because if they really believed it, they'd be trying to kill him, Trump and, and all his, his cronies. Yeah. And, and, and the real thing, it, their actions don't match their rhetoric because they don't really believe it. 
Well, they, they, they're, they're virtue signaling. This is just virtue signaling. And a lot of these guys that are actually doing the actual violence. Well, it's more than just signaling now. It's, 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 yeah. it's virtue assaulting. Yeah, it's virtue assault. <laughs> virtue assault. And, yeah. and it's just. Isn't that an old Saturn game? Yeah. Virtue and, assault. Well, you would know. I wouldn't. Cause you're the Saturn fag. <laughs> the Saturn fag. That's, that's my tag. Yeah. I'm the Saturn fag. Here's my tag. <laughs> yeah, but it, and it's just, it's fucking crazy. And the thing is, like, what I do like is that, you know, these people are getting pissed off and they're getting violent. And sometimes people fight back. Cause you've seen the footage of, of the, the Antifa guy with a baton. He goes after a, a proud boy. The proud boy just knocks, knocks him the fuck out. I, I, I was actually part of the first wave of proud boys. Hmm. But I was, I was kicked out because I was too abrasive. <laughs> so this is before they, they were really out there beating the shit out of people. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I think the, the proud boys, you know, obviously I was a part of it. I, I don't even think the guy who, who kicked me out is even with them anymore. And he was a fucking sissy faggot anyway. Uh, but the guy who started it, Gavin McInnes, who's the founder of, or co-founder of Vice and all this other shit. Now he's on CRTV. Uh, my biggest problem with, with him is that he is encouraging these guys to do all this shit. But when they get arrested, he's not out there cutting a check for their legal defense. Hmm. So he's enriching himself and raising his status off of these proud boys. Uh, but he's not there uh, in, in a way that I think he should be uh, when they get in trouble, when they get arrested. You know, when they, when they you know, it, it's, it's, it's expensive. To go to court. Yeah. So, um, I think that's pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, that does sound pretty shitty. doing his bidding and, and, uh, you know, he, he's, I don't think he's giving enough as much as he should. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get into this, if we'll have time to talk about this, but I was listening to, uh, Legion of Skanks and this guy got up and grabbed the mic and called everybody there Nazis. And then he, like, I think he slapped, uh, Proud Boys. He said, you know, he was appalled that there was a Proud Boy in the audience. And then I think he slapped the Proud Boy's hat off or something like that. Or, and, and you know, and then uh, Luis J. Gomez chased him out from then the on. Rattlesnake. Yeah. And and after that, you know, they, they talked to the, to the Proud Boy and they say, like, hey, why are you a Proud Boy and stuff like that? And he's all mumbling, like, oh, the guy knocked the other guy out. And, you know, they, they didn't get much conversation from the guy, but. I'm a proud boy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Pretty much that was it. You know, and, and before that, they were doing, you know, the, the hate speech, the bear. They were, they were singing, you know, like doing like Nazi stuff. They were making a, a parody of, of Nazi and white power and all that stuff because that's what they do. They're, they're a comedy podcast. They're making jokes. They're making light of that shit. I'm a and fan of white powder. And they're making it funny. You know, like what we do on this podcast, we, we take this stuff, we, we juxtapose it so that it's fucking hilarious. And we need a soundboard. Yeah, we do. We do. I, I try to get one hooked up, but whenever I push the buttons, you know, sometimes sounds come in low and sometimes sounds come in way too high and I need to adjust that shit. Anyways. Yeah. 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 I, I think, I think we'll probably just wrap it up here. Um, any final thoughts, Rob? All leftists, all niggers, all faggots, all James Guns, and everything else should all kill themselves. Because <laughs> I hate them all. Because that's actually not not true. 
Um, James Gunn should kill himself though. But uh, no, it's uh, we've covered a lot of ground. You know, they, with in all of this, uh, you know, it's an irreverent style, but it's it's comedy and it's covering things in in a completely naked, unvarnished fucking way. And if you support this this sort of this sort of speech, which is free speech, um, you know, you you should contribute to the to the Patreon, and you should push back, push back. You know, you, you don't have to be, you, you don't have to change, you don't have to create movements, but you can do things and change things in your everyday. You know, when you, when you see someone t- talking this leftist bullshit garbage, you know, engage them, talk to them, talk to them and, and engage them on facts and push them and, and let them know that you're here or, or there and, uh, you know, that they cannot just, Cannot just you know that the, their agenda is not the agenda for all. Yeah, and, and, uh, and you that know, we're and, here, and that we're fighting, and that we're better. Yeah, and try to try to engage in conversation. You know, because shouting matches. Because I think these guys have made it pretty prevalent that they can out shout match you. They can out. They could just out scream you and make nonsense. Because well, I saw I, I saw some event with Lauren Southern. Mm-hmm. Some anti twat tried to rush the stage. They they caught her. And she kept saying, I love immigrants. I love immigrants. Such as she kept yelling. Mm-hmm. Like, what? What, does that, what does that even mean? Yeah, and immigrants. they're they're just sprouting nonsense. And, you know, like, like try to engage with facts and stuff, you know, and try to, you know, keep it conversational so that way they're forced to think. Because if they have to think, then they're going to realize, oh, wait, I'm just spewing bullshit. You know what They're I'm not trying thinking. to. It's emotional. It's yeah. emotional crap. It's, it's it's baby shit. Yeah, just like with Joe Rogan, he was making an emotional comment when he was talking about you know you're not part of the tribe. You know when he was getting into his you know alpha male crap. You know, and the thing Joe is, just doesn't understand what the fuck he's saying half the time. That's his biggest problem. Yeah, and the thing is, he was talking with like this this other comedian who was like this this ultimate beta male who's not going to challenge him on any of that. You know, he, he, he sounds off, but he doesn't ever get challenged intellectually. And, you know, that's what you got to do is you got to like challenge these guys, you know, intellectually. I mean, there are some point, sometimes where I just let it go because it's like, okay, that's, that's not a fight I want to get into because I'm not going to have an arg, I'm not going to have a conversation. Ideas aren't going to be exchanged. I'm just going to come up, say something, and then they're going to, you know, you're a racist, bigot, Nazi. Well, the, 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 when people start throwing names out like that, like I, I was watching a segment with uh, Tucker Carlson and some black guy, and t- Tucker was making the, you know it was it was about Trump and Putin, <laughs> and and Tucker said you know how can you expect to have a conversation when you're accusing the president of being a traitor, which is a act punishable by death? That is not a conversation starter. That is conversation ender, and. Leftists need to understand that. I mean, and, and I think with leftists, I, I think that, you know, there, there's going to have to be some force. Maybe not physical, but just uh, there's going to have to be a concerted effort to either tamp them down so they can say whatever they want and do what they want as long as they're doing it within the bounds of the law. And, uh, and their, their power base needs to be taken away. And again, when you have the, the, the DNC deputy chair, Keith Ellison, endorsing Antifa, and endorsing violence to combat speech, uh, you know, it shows that we have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. But we're fighting, and we're going to continue to fight. 
And, uh, you know, if it comes down to it, I, I think there are certain things that, and, and it's something that Americans will have to personally consider. But for me, you know, it, it's fighting for the First Amendment is something worth worth fighting for and killing for. Mm. So I, I'm, and I'm serious. You, you, you get rid of the First Amendment, you, you destroy America. So you, you modify what we have, you destroy America. Yeah, and it's it's kind of funny to see the people who benefited from freedom of speech the most now rallying against it. Oh, because they don't like the speech. They don't they don't like that. They they feel like it's being weaponized against them, and uh, it's not. Yeah, and it's an imagined threat. Like no one's taking anything away from them. They they just don't want they they just want to dominate. Yeah. It's and, like, that's, and that's what happens. Yeah, it's like you with that. Give anyone power, they dominate. Look at South Africa. Yeah, it's like with that that Nanette special. Like I hear all the comedy podcasts go off about it, and I think it was Tim Dillon or something. He had this point where you know it's like comedy has always been equal opportunity. You just have to be good to get ahead. What what people do is they try to try to get ahead with this. Like, well, I'm a woman. We need more women representation. There is women representation. You just have to be good at comedy, and it's like, and and I think it's pointed out by you know other comedians and stuff that you know women, men and women are biologically different. You know, why do we need representation with anything? Seriously, why? Hmm. Uh, I don't know why, but you know, it's if if you have ten comedians and they're all funny, hundred percent funny, why do we necessarily need more or less? Just saying. I'm just just saying as an exercise. It's like, why do we need these quotas? Why? I, I don't see a good reason other than there isn't a lot of that, unless it's a straight white male. <laughs> we need more of that because there's too much of that. You don't get that argument in the NFL. Yeah. And and the, you know again, if we're gonna start, if, if we're gonna, if if we need to eliminate the double standards, and if that's the case, if representation is a problem. Then, you know, you know, most of the NFL is going to be white and most of the NFL isn't going to be worth watching because you're not going to have the, the good, the good players who, who happen to be black. Yeah. And that's the same thing with comedy too is nobody know. looks at fucking NFL and says, you know, there just needs to be more women and whites. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, and the, and you know, that sort of, you know, it's not being, it's not being applied, you know, broadly. It's not being applied evenly. Equally. Yeah, equally. It's, it's, you know, it's like, oh, we need more women in comedy. Well, women need to show up. If you want to be represented, you have to show up. You have to do the work. And there's funny. tons of rejection and stuff in comedy, you know. Of course, now with the Nanette, she's, well, what, what people, what set people off isn't that she isn't funny. What set them off was a HuffPo interview where she said, if you have a platform, you have to be, you have to be pushing my agenda or, or shit like that. The, the LGBTQ, whatever agenda, you have to push this agenda. You have to be like me, you know, and, and when she's up there, she, she's still telling her jokes, but then she goes into lecture time and, and it's, it's getting the stuff where people are, they're giving what is called, I guess, clapter, where they're just clapping and agreeing with people and they're not laughing, you know, cause they're not there to laugh. They're just there to, to hear someone say something that they agree with. And then they applaud them, and it's like that's it's like hey, I love that joke. Where that's she great. Starts, but sorry, it's not comedy. I love the joke that was it. How's it go? Bill Cosby raped me. That was funny. <laughs> I 
like that. <laughs> I, I still need, I still need to watch her special. Um, I, I cause I want to see what, what the big deal is. I want to see, cause I watched the, I forced myself to watch the Amy Schumer special and it was, it wasn't that good. It's like she was reading some, it felt like she was reading a teleprompter of funnier jokes and she wasn't delivering them. You know, she was just throwing out a, tons of gross out humor, but she doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she's done tons of gross out humor before, but as far as what she's been promoted into now, it just doesn't fit her character. Doesn't fit her mold that she's put herself up as this, you know, women's rights activist. And then hearing her talk about, you know, shitting out of her asshole for a week on diarrhea while she's on vacation. It's like that, that doesn't mesh well. And every, every parent of a retard has uh, produced a special. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done. I, I, this is, we've been at this for three hours today, even though you, the, the audience won't hear it. So I, I think I'm out. All right. All right. Well, well, thanks for coming on and thank you guys for joining us. Remember, write the show, support the Patreon. Guys, what if they fucking identify as women or, or, or Z or they? Guys, girls, sure. yifs and yafs, mub chubs and, and dub hubs, whatever it is that you do. Share the show, support it, go to the Patreon, write to us, tell us, tell us your stories, you know, throw us a bone every now and then. Show us your cunts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just have fun and be good to each other. Blah, blah, blah. See you guys yeah. later. Good night. Bye. Sexual.